0: Hi, this is Dan Steele with your WASA Legislative Report for Monday, March 2nd, the start of the eighth week of the 2020 legislative session. On Friday, February 28th, the opposite House Policy Committee arrived with another large set of bills dying. One particular bill that continues to move is Senate Bill 5395, requiring comprehensive sexual health education in all grades. The bill was amended with the House language And adopted by the House Education Committee on Thursday and moved to the House floor earlier today. Arriving with the bill were 40 amendments, with more potentially coming later. Love or hate the bill, hearing it on the floor will likely knock many additional bills off the docket simply because of the time it will take to address all 40 amendments. At this point, it appears the House will move the bill, but they will have to seriously consider how many additional bills may die as Senate Bill 5395 is being reviewed. On Friday, Saturday, and today, the Fiscal Committees waded through many, many bills trying to beat the opposite House Fiscal Committee cutoff arriving today. Combined, the House Appropriations Committee and the Senate Ways and Means Committee held public hearings and or executive action on about 300 bills in the last three days. We'll address just a few of the key bills that moved in this podcast. House Bill 2458, the bill reaffirming school districts' ability to offer optional benefits, including VIBA, was adopted by the Ways and Means Committee. House Bill 1813, which would prohibit school districts from entering into private pupil transportation service contracts unless they provide health and retirement benefits to their employees. We continue a full court press against this bill, unfortunately with little success. However, prior to today's Ways and Means Committee adoption, a null and void clause was added to the bill, which was at least a partial win. Senate Bill 6189. This originally was the SEB eligibility bill that we strongly supported, that later turned into a review or study of SEB costs. This isn't even half a loaf, But it will provide us with some third-party data that we can take to the legislature, albeit much too late to be of any real use anytime soon. This bill passed out of the House Appropriations Committee earlier today. There are also two bills of note that haven't moved yet. Unfortunately, Senate Bill 6117, the Special Education Funding Bill, continues to lay dormant in the House Appropriations Committee without even a public hearing. However, this is clearly a budget discussion, so the bill may yet move. Positively, the second bill, House Bill 1860, the lead in schools bill, failed to move. The bill included a set of unfunded mandates, provided for a complicated public review process, and limited schools' ability to address lead issues. The bill will likely return next year, but it has been set aside for now. The House and Senate now move to their respective chambers and floors to adopt opposite House bills. Their deadline to keep those bills alive is Friday, March 6th. The remaining days of session following that date will be to reconcile differences in bills between the two houses, including the three budgets. Additionally, both houses will move to adopt those necessary to implement the budget bills. Speaking of budgets. The major news and action last week was around the release of 2020 Supplemental Operating, Capital Construction, and Transportation Budgets. Comprehensive details of both operating budgets as well as fiscal committee and floor action are available in the February 28th Legislative Newsletter this week in Olympia. In short, both houses have adopted a 2020 Supplemental Operating Budget and negotiations behind the scenes among the majority party budget writers is ongoing. Senate Bill 6168 will be the vehicle for a final compromise budget. The budget negotiation process can be complicated however the major steps can be simplified. First, budget writers haggle over the total size of the budget that is the level of increased spending. Second, when that decision is made The size of the smaller boxes within that big box is negotiated. This is where spending levels agreed upon in each of the major areas of the budget, K-12 education, social services, higher education, etc. Last, when those two decisions are determined, the line-item details throughout the budget essentially fall into place fairly easily. Because both of the House and Senate increased spending by about 1.2 billion dollars, that first step is essentially complete. So too, many of the spending levels in the various areas of government are similar and should be fairly simple to negotiate, which leaves the last step, which often takes more time than energy. For K-12 education, what appears to be the main points of disagreement are the special education funding provided in the Senate, but not in the House, and also the school counselor's appropriation provided in the House, but not the Senate. Information on those other line-item details between the House and Senate are available again in the February 28th This Week in Olympia newsletter. As always, continue to follow this podcast and This Week in Olympia to stay up to date until the session adjourns. Day 60, the scheduled end of session, called Sine die, is Thursday, March 12th.